shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Are you stressed by school or just life in general? Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with three young people. Platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Juan, and today's show is all about the stresses in our daily lives and how to manage them. And I'm Alex Lee. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Just because we are young and living at home, there is a misconception by many, especially by adults, that kids and teenagers have the easy life. Whether you are 10 or 16, I bet there is something going on that causes you to be upset and stressed. Today we'll hear about the stress in life of celebrities with our What's Popping reporter, Kai Kelly, about the stress of technology with our Techie Talks reporter, Kaisine Kelly, and the statistics about how our health suffers from school stress <laughs> when we talk with Hannah Hundal, our health contributor. So Alex, what are some of the things that are stressed, are you stressed about or were you stressed about before high school? Well, um, now that I'm a sophomore, before high school, I was a little bit stressed on uh, just high school in general, how everything bumps up a notch and how you have to focus more and how you have to pay attention and uh, work a lot harder, especially since in high school you have AP classes. Um, but in general, it, everything got really stressful when I uh, was taking my classes and making my class schedule because you don't know which classes to take, and you kind of want to take the right classes that interest you, and that you might want to uh, that might that might help you when you're applying to colleges, um, depending on what you want to major in or what you want to become when you're older. But I mean, for me, when I think about school stress, um, I always think about like grades and the classes and all that stuff. But in general, school can school stress can also relate to the people you hang out with at school, like your peers or your friends or the teachers or maybe even the teachers you have. But, I mean, school can be a place where you're always surrounded by your friends, where you're always surrounded by people trying to peer pressure you, people uh, constantly stressing you out and uh, just getting you upset. But the ways that I handle it is the ways, like, I just kind of ignore it and then eventually it'll just subside. But... Normally, sometimes when that doesn't work, I would just talk to someone about it, normally a trusted friend or sometimes a parent or maybe even a teacher. But what about you? What stresses you out about school and how did you handle it? Well, I'm glad you asked, but I go to a really academically rigorous school. Like, we're known for being very tough, and I'm sure your school's very tough, too, as we live in this yeah. district. And so there's a lot of, so there's a lot of pressure to do well in classes and take really hard classes. 
sophomore year for me was especially tough, my toughest year, because I was taking a lot of the classes that I didn't necessarily want to take, but I felt pressured into taking. If I wanted to go to college, if I wanted to get a job, this was how to do it, which I, if I could go back in time, I would tell myself, no, you don't have to stress yourself out about that. You don't have to make your life so much harder because it's not necessary. But because I was surrounded by so many other people who believed that this was the right thing to do, I felt persuaded to do that. So although there's not very much like bullying and peer pressure at my school, there's a lot of stress related to like grades and the classes you take. And this year, stress has mainly pertained to like the activities I decided to do. From mantra to public speaking to radio, it's always busy. And so it's hard making everything work with your schedule that only has so many hours in the week. And it's hard to juggle friends, school, extracurriculars, as well as sleep. And in the end, I was often like not talking to friends and sort of ignoring my social life because I was so stressed from grades and all these other activities that I did. So it's, it's a balancing act. And this year, especially college, has been another stressful, stressful level of, stre stressful level of life. And so it's always important to remember that you're not going to accomplish everything and that you have to make compromise on what you want to do to succeed. Yes, and speaking of compromising and not being able to do what you want to do, I've all, we've always like heard that, um, that kind of joke that's kind of true. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but there's always that triangle where you can only pick two. Yeah. <laughs> at, one, at one corner you have grades, at another corner you have a social life, and at another corner you have sleep, and you can only pick two. Um, this, is, this is really true for me. I mean, like, I feel like I'm picking the, uh, the corners of grades and sleep, but I mean, I'm still, working on, I'm still working on it with friends and trying to figure out a way to get all three corners in, but it's really difficult yeah. and it's a little bit stressful at times. Yeah, it was really hard for me to balance all three of those things. So in the end, it was just better to focus on two. And now that I'm a second semester senior and things are a little bit better, I have time to hang out with friends. And I feel like once you <coughs> are in a stable place and you're not so stressed, you're able to do more things. Yeah, and speaking of second semester senior year, um, I can't wait till that day <laughs> because I've always heard that... Um, like when you're a sophomore or when you're a junior, you just got to keep struggling and just keep stressing out until you reach that second semester senior year and you get that flu or that <laughs> rare disease called senioritis and where you don't really have to stress out about anything. But yeah, I have a lot of senior friends, um, especially from band and um, just, the, just some of the classes that I'm taking that are just relaxing now because it's second semester. Yeah, um, I feel like there's a big misconception with second semester senior. Now, I will uh, myself say that it's a lot better. It's not as great as I imagined. It's not like, oh, I don't have any homework to do anymore, or it's not like, oh, I don't even have to show up to class anymore. It's just that yeah. you feel relaxed with yourself because you feel like you've really worked hard for the past four years, which I think is a mentality that you should carry through all your years. Like, your grade is going to reflect how much work you put in, and just because you stress over it doesn't mean it's going to be better. Yeah, and speaking of like stressing over things, like it's it's like speaking of the second semester senior year too. Like mm -hmm. if you're really not going to try that much, and you still have to stress a little bit because I've heard the thing where you were second semester senior year, you still have to get a C or higher. Yeah, definitely. So you, so you could 
like keep your admittance or yeah. like whatever you call it into your college. So yeah, colleges definitely look at your grade, and if you're failing a class, then they don't want to accept you anymore. Yeah, I think I think the main reason people stress out in school though is because yeah. um, not only because of grades, but like SAT because yeah. Uh, that's like one of the major factors, but now that there's going to be a change to the SAT, I think in, I think next year, um, even, I don't really know how that's all going to affect school stress and like college stress, college applications, and like just high school stress in general. Yeah, I feel like with more people going to college than ever, more people who want to go to college, and kind of the necessity of needing to go to college to find a job, it's a lot harder to get into college, unfortunately. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure like once you like step up the ladder to higher educational levels, especially in college, you get so stressed because constantly you're just working, learning, working, learning, yeah, lectures, and um, it's just I mean for me my like kind of philosophy is that you gotta start you gotta start learning how to like I guess adapt to that stress how to like maintain it so that eventually in college you won't be too stressed and you could just kind of stress a little bit but you could it's still like maintainable it's still bearable yeah oh one key thing that I've learned like with my study habits is that um, I encourage myself to take a break every every time I work really hard so that I continue to stay motivated and I continue to use stress in a positive way to make myself work more and it's not a good thing to say, like during spring break, for example, or fall break, winter break, a break, instead of saying, oh, I'm going to study all day, I'm going to cram every single hour, it's good to make sure you know how much you're capable of. And meeting with friends is not necessarily a bad thing. It can be a very good thing. And so it's good to like juggle and make sure that you're not completely isolating those three sides of the triangle, as we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. And so it's obvious, Alex, that we are both stressed out and need to get this under control. And we're both learning ways to do that. And you'll be listening to other tips from our co-host, or, um, I'm Young Ju An, and you're listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio. And I'm Alex Lee. Next up will be Tyson Kelly with Techie Talks, uh, talking about technology and how that relates to stress. So during the break, be sure to visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, be sure to check out us check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Fifteen minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. 
Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for playing with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Andrew Ahn, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is stress. And I'm Alex Lee, and with us now is our newest reporter for Techie Talk, Tyson Kelly. Hey, Tyson. Hello. Hi, Tyson. Hello, Tyson. Hi, <laughs> So, Tyson, what do technology and stress have to do, uh, or like have in common? Okay, so often technology like Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, as well as the countless hordes of cute cat photos on the internet are blamed for our stress. It's true technology sucks away time. It offers an easy way to take a break from the things that urgently need to get done, something that I'm well aware of every single day when I'm trying to do my homework. Scientists point out conditions like social media, anxiety disorder, increased impatience in our everyday lives, and forgetfulness as ways the social media age has impacted us. In fact, recently there was a National Day of Unplugging, which was on March 7th and 8th, in which thousands of Americans participated. Everyone turned off their electronics to enjoy the world around them for what it was, and to live in the present. This thing was started in 2002 by the Reboot Network. They point out that the electronics we cling to keep us in a bubble from the outside world. But more recently, scholars have been pointing out that stress can actually be reduced through technology. At a Harvard Forum for Managing Health, Dr. Ellen Langer talked about how technology actually isn't to blame for our stress, but instead the lack of being mindful. She pointed to technology as a way to connect our inner worlds to our outer worlds. Huffington Post took this further when they came up with five different ways to take the technology we rely on to reduce stress. There are over 13,000 apps in the App Store designed to help people with stress and refocus on what they need to get done. One is the GPS for the soul, which is supposed to redirect you to a calmer outlook when it senses your heart pressure, uh, through your heart pressure that you're stressed. Another category of apps is ones that are designed to lure you to sleep by playing soothing sound. Um, one app that does this is ASLEEP, and another app monitors stress through stress tracker. Basically, you record how stressed you are each day, and after compiling the data, you're given a chart that shows your stress levels over a long period of time, and then a list of ways to reduce your stress that can get really helpful. There are also things like health bands that monitor sleep and calorie burn. And a new study from New Cities Foundation found that transit apps like Waze and Rotify, which help you save time and de-stress by warning you of nearby accidents, make people significantly happier and less stressed. This is because the increased communication in a stressed out environment 
or feeling like other people are not in struggle helps us feel more relaxed. By increasing your health, you can also de-stress and live a more mindful life. Dr. Langer also pointed to the benefits of technology as a way to foster creativity. Because we often become caught up in our everyday monotonous tasks, apps like Words with Friends allow us, to, allow us to refocus on something that is creative and mindful. Of course, another way to reduce stress is having meaningful connections with outside world. This can, of course, be done through social media, which helps us stay connected with the friends who we only have limited face-to-face -face time. Overall, the use of technology can go two ways. It can stress us out by being a powerful source of distraction, something that I'm very well aware of, but I go on Tumblr every single day instead of doing my homework and I have to refocus, or I can see this as a way to manage our time and stress levels. The latter way is easy to do with the plethora of tools that are available in the palm of our hands. Instead of pointing fingers at technology as a source of evil, we should accept that any increased digital impact on our world is very real and we can, can be used to live healthier and happier lives. Wow, thanks Tracy for all that great info on two sides of technology. And just to clarify, what is social media anxiety? So social media anxiety is like a, an extreme form of uh, what I think a lot of us feel when you go on um, your Facebook or your Instagram and you really, oh, I have to post a certain amount or I have to have a certain amount of friends. And so a lot of people become swept up with, oh, I need to have a certain persona online. And that's what social media anxiety is. It's an extreme form of something that a lot of people feel like the pressures of social media. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, social media stress and like technology stress is just like kind of common these days because I feel like the, the generation these days is so like caught up on technology. But anyway, you mentioned something about health bands. So what are they and how do they work and what do they do? Yeah, so health bands are these little, they kind of look like bracelets. You can get like cool designs or whatever, or you can get something that looks more conspicuous like little hair ties. And basically what they do are, is it just like tracks your heartbeat and then also it can track how often you're sleeping and like what times of night you're most active. So it's supposed to help you um, live, a, live a more mindful life because you're more aware of like what your body's doing and how it reacts to things. So it can help you stay healthier. And if you're healthier, then of course you reduce your stress. Huh. And so how successful was the National Day of Unplugging? Well, it was actually really, really successful this year. They said that it was their biggest year um, since 2002, and it's kind of like um, a marathon in the sense that um, everyone signs up and um, you have people who sponsor you and say, oh, I'll give you this amount of money for a charity if you go two whole days without using technology. And so you, um, when you go for two days and then you respond, and they said there's like, thousands of people across America this year who went through it. Oh my goodness. <sighs> yeah, but I feel like the National Day of Unplugging can also be viewed in a bad way because some people might just want to do that to just get money and then after that day they would just go back to using social media and using technology all the time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, yeah, I think, but anyways, or keep going. <laughs> I think that um, it's also, like you said, um, it can be viewed badly because um, even as Dr. Alan Langer pointed out, um, technology is such a big part of our lives that instead of ignoring it, we should be utilizing it to reduce our stress. Instead of pretending that technology doesn't exist for two days, we should be saying, oh, how can we learn to focus on what we need to get done and then use technology to distress and enjoy our lives. And that brings up another interesting question. How can you walk the fine line between overusing social media to stay connected and overdoing it? <laughs> yeah, so you definitely see those people who are always on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram posting at what seems like every 10 seconds. 
Um, and so I think that social media is definitely a positive way to stay connected, especially with people who live, your friends who live halfway across the country, um, that you definitely should focus on doing your schoolwork and uh, your homework and extracurriculars, and then maybe setting aside like 30 minutes every day to go on social media and feel connected with your friends in the outer world. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of overdoing uh, social media and overusing it, how would you reduce stress and how would you like walk the fine line between overusing it and overdoing it? So, um, that, that's something that was really difficult for me when I got my phone first because I was always on it. But um, what I've learned to do is I know I need to finish all my critical homework and then I say, okay, you can have a, like a 10-minute break where you continue your phone and then go on with your homework. So I give myself a little increments. Like, oh, if you finish your math homework, and go on your phone. <laughs> and does that work out most of the time? Um, it varies on days. And, of course, there's other ways to reduce stress. If you need to get away from your technology, you can just go on a run or something because there's nothing like little exercise to can you stress other than just um, relying on your phone or technology. And do you think there have been moments where you get stressed from seeing other people's profiles on Facebook? Yeah, there's definitely that um, kind of new Facebook culture where everyone needs to update their profile picture every one month or two months and have that perfect profile picture. <laughs> and you see that a lot with certain people. But um, definitely just being aware that um, it's not that important to keep up your social media persona because it really matters is the connections you have with your friends and family instead of what the general public sees you as. Yeah, I remember now when I go on trips or hang out with friends doing something important, not important, but something exciting such as bowling or going on a hike, I always feel tempted to like post it on Facebook or take a picture to show people that I did this and then I hold myself back and remember that. Like, the reason that I go on these things and the reason that I spend time with friends or family is not to show people on Facebook, but just enjoy the moment. So it's just really important to separate technology from your life sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And what are, what are some other cases of apps that help you to reduce stress? Um, like I said... There is the A-Sleep app, which um, plays soothing sounds, and then GPS for the soul, um, which just tracks your heart pressure. There's a, a plethora of over 13,000 apps. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just really interesting how there's over, like, 13,000 applications that could just, that focus on, on just stress. But um, anyways, thank you so much, Kaisin, for the lowdown on how we can manage stress with technology. Yeah, thank you. But um, anyways... Uh, we will be, get right back uh, to the next segment, and I'm Alex Lee. And I'm Young Juan. You're listening to Express Yourself on Radio. Check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. 
Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our third segment of Express Yourself, where today's topic is stress and relief for me. I'm your co-host, Alex Lee. And I'm Young Juan. And in our last segment, Kaisin Kelly brought us Techie Talk to tell us about how the Apple Store has 13,000 apps to be stressed. Now her sister, Kai Kelly, our West Popping reporter, talks dress for Walk Down the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hi, Kai. Hi. How are you guys doing? Great. I'm okay. doing fine. That's good. So when we think of celebrities, we don't often think of them being stressed. But I think this has a lot to do with their public perception. After all, celebrities have money, fame, careers, many, many fans and handlers who make sure they look good all the time. In fact, uh, I think what's really interesting is we were, my friends and I were watching the Oscars a couple of weeks ago and there was um, a couple of the stars were walking down the red carpet and they asked, how long have you taken to look like you do tonight? As in, how long did it take to do your hair, your makeup, get your dress on and all that? And they said the entire day, it started at 9 o'clock that morning. So I think what's interesting is that our perceptions of celebrities are based on that 10 hours of work they put into looking really good. But as, I, as we all know, stress knows no boundaries and it affects everyone, including ourselves, like we're talking about today, and celebrities. So Melissa Joan Hart and her husband Mark Wilkerson are parents to three sons, Mason, Brady, and Tucker who are seven, five, and about to be a year in September. So Melissa Joan Hart was talking with a, a couple, a celebrity interviewer, and she was discussing how her children and her hair family gets oh, really stressed too. And so her tips is that she likes to try to get her children a new backpack and new pair of sneakers to get them excited about going back to school, she says. We talked for a few weeks leading up to it about the teacher's name and who a couple of classmates will be to help some of those first day jitters. And I think that's a tip you can take, not just if you have small children or you are nervous about going back to school, but in all parts of life. That if you are stressed, then that a lot of times a good way to handle it is by, is by doing a lot of planning beforehand. I know for me, when I get really stressed, I need to write things down on my agenda and I need to almost micromanage myself. But that constant schedule when I have a lot to get done is something that really helps me feel like I'm still on top of it and I still have control and that's what helps me de-stress. Uh, Courtney Lopez and her husband, who is the extra host, Mario Lopez, are parents to a three-year-old daughter and they also stress the importance of planning in their celebrity lives they create a calendar of activities for every kid and label everything so that they're able to be keep more in control of their lives. Another uh, famous person, Brooke Anderson, who is from Entertainment Tonight, explains that you have to leave extra time to get ready and out the door in the morning so there's no added stress of running late. But there's times when all of us are anxious and dragging our feet a little bit and rushing will do nothing to calm the nerves. As long as you make the routine before doing anything that you have to do, if it's going to school or going to work, if you make that fun and as stress-free as possible, then you're going to have the most enjoyment. 
So I think what all of these celebrities are sharing are really similar values as what we would all share. And um, I think what's interesting is that we don't normally think of them being really stressed because they don't look stressed in the public eye, but the bottom line is that they use many of the same tactics that we do when we're stressed. And I think that's helpful to know that you're not the only one, including celebrities. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kai, for all that great great information from celebrities and also your personal life. I feel like a lot of the time, like as you said, if you're rushing and you don't know or you're unsure of the time frame, that could also be super stressful. Especially for college, there's just so many deadlines and so many dates to remember that if you're not aware of all these things, it can be really stressful on the last day. I know a lot of my friends didn't do their FAFSA early enough, so on the last day they're frantically stressing. and as you said, one way to really avoid that is to be prepared. Right. I think that uh, when you're talking about college apps, it's especially an important thing to plan early. I know that because my mom forced me to <laughs> so, I started writing at least the essay portion of my college applications the summer before my senior year. And that really did make a difference in the beginning of our senior year, yeah. especially around, I want to say, um, September, October, November, then the crunch time really starts setting in, and school is not any easier as a senior than it is as a junior. If you take typical classes as a junior, you're probably going to take difficult classes as a senior, and it doesn't get easier. And I think the fact that at that point, I really had to have a list, okay, I need to fill the financial application form, I need to do all of these different steps, and that planning really did give me a grasp of what it was I needed to accomplish and when. Yeah. Alex, did you have any experiences where, like, missing a deadline or getting really close to the deadline stressed you out? Um, well, not missing a deadline, but there was kind of something related to that. See, I was, um, I was auditioning for the county honor band, which is, like, yeah. a really big commitment, and, um, you just have to know all your deadlines and know exactly when you're supposed to be there. And then I remember I, uh, I didn't receive an email from my band director, about the information and stuff. And so I was really stressing out. I was wondering, oh, when is the audition? When is, what, where is it? What time am I supposed to be there? And then finally, like the night before that day, I, I got the email and I was just like so relieved to find out all the information. And uh, luckily I got into the band and it was just a really good experience. Uh, yeah, and, uh, it's good that you took the initiative and made sure you got the information too. Um, one of my friends, brothers, they missed the physics field trip that we had a while back just because they forgot to fill out the permission sheet. And it's just a bummer when you miss out on incredible opportunities because you forgot to <coughs> deadline or missed it. Right, right. And I think another thing that I forgot to mention a little bit earlier, and an important part about sometimes we feel stressed because we don't feel like we, and this is a little bit different from planning, but we, we don't, we feel stressed in a social situation more likely because we don't feel like we fit in or belong to a group or we don't have somebody to take care of us. Like, for example, we're talking about your friend, young Yu, who forgot the physics <laughs> field trip forms. And in some ways, sometimes, it's helpful. It, not, it's not really an excuse at this point in our high school careers, but um, when you're younger, it's nice to have a really strong family background. And so another celebrity <coughs> is trying to explain the importance of reminding your child or your friends or your family that they are part of a group, that they are members of a strong family and that they belong, and so that if they're really stressed, they have something to fall back on. 
if they're going through anything difficult at school, for example, we've talked in the past about bullying, but even if we have, I mean, there are days where we have five tests and <laughs> so many classes, we have timed essays, it's just too much stress. It's always nice to have a strong family behind you or at least some type of support group. And I think that's an underappreciated part of relieving stress is having a group, maybe it's a sports team or Alex, for Alex, it might be his band that he knows he can rely on even when everything else seems to be falling apart. Yeah, I feel like that's a really good point that you bring up, having a support system, like people you can rant to and people who can also remind you when things are due and help you get through everything. Right. I think it's, it, I think you know, a lot of times we think of stress as being something that you on your own have to handle, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. if you have something to accomplish, then you as a lone individual mm-hmm. must do what must be done to finish it. But I think um, what makes stress easier to handle is not necessarily when you put the burden on others, but when you let people know what is honestly going in, on in your life. I know I had a really close friend who uh, she's had she's had men she's had health issues for a long time and she was reluctant to tell her teachers that the reason she was not able to put her 100 percent effort into her classwork was because of her health issues but when she found that support group and she realized that it was important to share um what was going on in her life and she found it much easier to deal with all the stress of school by letting her teachers know what was going on well, these are great tips, Kai, for anyone, even those of us who are not celebrities yet. I'm Young Ju On, and this is Express Yourself. Visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And I'm Alex Lee. Express Yourself is brought to you by the Be The Star You Are uh, Literacy and Positive Media Charity. For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. We'll be back with health and health to stay right here. When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Voice America Kids. 
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Today's show is Jack Lee. And I'm Alex Lee. Um, and at least we're attempting to release our stress and exploring the ways to de-stress and just to stay relaxed. So our help with Heine Reporter, um, Heine Handel, is with us to share a research and ways for you to distress. Hey, Hannah. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Hi, everyone. I'm Hannah Hundle, and I'm thrilled to be talking with you today on my new segment, Talk with Hannah for Express Yourself. I'm an 11th grader from Turlock, California, with a mission to empower the new generation to lead active, healthy lives. I believe that if teenagers can get off on the right foot by making healthy lifestyle choices, then there's no telling what we'll be able to accomplish. Now, when most people think about the life of a teenager, what typically comes to mind is cruising the mall, biking around town, hanging out with friends, going to parties, and building great memories. After all, you're only young once, right? So true, but new research is indicating that the teenagers of today really aren't living the kickback, laid-back life. In fact, the American Psychological Association reports that teenagers today are more stressed out than ever. In fact, even more stressed out than adults. The APA released the data from the 2013 Stress in America survey back in February of this year. And the results are both very troubling and very telling. Participants in the survey rated their daily stress levels on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 meaning the least amount of daily stress, and 10 meaning the most. Out of the 1,018 teenagers who took the survey, the average stress rating was 5.8. On the contrary, the adults who took the survey had an average stress rating of 5.1. Because it's so alarming that such a large group of teenagers have self-reported higher stress levels than adults, researchers began taking a look at the root of this problem. And what do you know? School plays a huge part. The survey affirmed that teenagers' stress levels are particularly elevated during the school year. Not to mention, 31% of the teenagers said that due to all the stress during the school year, they often feel overwhelmed. It is so troubling to think that such a large number of teenagers nowadays feel that much stress, as we know that stress can have detrimental effects on our health. It can lead to overeating, headaches, high blood pressure, heart problems, depression, and anxiety, among other things. Clearly, this epidemic of stress that's hitting teenagers really hard now needs to be turned around in some way. Whether that means putting some things on the back burner for a while to give ourselves a much-needed break, or whether it means reconfiguring our daily agendas to better reflect what we're able to manage, we need to find a way to get a handle on all the tension. The teenage years of our lives should be times of enjoyment, growth, and relaxation, not ones marred by stress. Well, thank you, Hannah, for, Hannah, for these great results and how 
the survey and how important it is that teenagers get a way to relieve that stress. And why do you think the results of this survey are so significant? Well, I think it's very troubling that this idea of having to deal with daily tension has such a grip on young people today. I think this survey really obliterates the common misconception that teenagers are nonchalant, happy-go-lucky, and couldn't really give a care. No, that is not the case. Our generation is stressed out, and we need to do something about that. What do you think the right solution is to that? Well, I think that every teenager needs to find that one activity that they can really enjoy, and that they can kind of turn to whenever they begin to feel stressed out. For one kid, that might mean going to the gym and working out. For another kid, it could be drawing, it could be cooking, it could be walking out to music in your room. It could even be doing yoga. I think you really have to find that one great hobby for you that can really help you de-stress. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, that distress and like that stress survey by the, uh, I believe it was the Psych Psychology Association. Um, yeah. Do you think that teenagers' stress levels are expected to continue rising, or are they eventually going to decline in the, in the future? Well, actually, about 34% of the teenagers who were surveyed predicted that their level of stress would only grow in the upcoming year. And I think, unfortunately, that'll probably be the case, because unless they really make a significant lifestyle change, all the factors that are contributing to their overblown stress are still going to be there. And that's not a good sign. Yeah, I feel like college and finding a job is just getting a lot harder and more competitive. That's also leading to a new generation of stress. Oh, I would agree. I think there really are a number of different factors that create all of that tension gripping young people today. I mean, even from a very young age, as we mentioned, children are, all, are already beginning to feel all of that pressure of the college admission process. You know, we're told to be well-rounded and be very academic, and so that tension can really get to them. But, you know, I actually think another big factor <coughs> contributing to all of that stress today is the technological world. You really cannot escape all that influence of social media and all the pressure that comes along with that. And how... Yeah, and, uh, well, I mean, you, Hannah, you mentioned earlier that, uh, that Part of the reason that teenagers experience stress is because of college applications and the majority and the basis of this uh, that most teenagers think what is, uh, is the majority of this is the SAT. But recently there have been, uh, there, there have been announcements that there will be changes in the future to the SAT. So how do you think that's going to affect the right. stress? Well, I did read about that, actually, and I heard that they're going to kind of reduce the range of vocabulary that students are required to know to do well, particularly on the reading portion. And I think that will definitely go a long way in reducing the stress that teenagers feel when having to take that type of test. I think a lot of the material on that test now is really esoteric and kind of out there. So I think when they kind of scale that back down to better reflect what teenagers learn today, I think it'll definitely help them de-stress. Yeah, it's a lot better, in my opinion, when they're basing the test and basing curriculum in schools to things that are important to our daily lives and things that you are supposed to learn in school. Um, it's hard for the SAT, especially when you're giving a test that should be studied for extensively before. 
But why is so much stress harmful for the teenage body? Well, when you're a teenager, well, I mean, okay, stress is harmful for everyone. I mean, it has so many different effects from health problems to chronic health conditions, which can even come up, come up later in life, to affecting the gray matter region of the brain. So we know that stress is really harmful for everyone. But it's particularly bad for a teenage body because when you're a teenager, your body is growing. Your body is developing. And it's so completely crucial to make sure that you're not doing anything to really negatively hamper that growth. And unfortunately, having a lot of stress can throw it all out of whack. Yeah, and so that brings up another question. So what are, the, what are some ways that teenagers can handle stress in, like, uh, especially in really healthy ways and just really relaxing ways? Well, for me personally, I found that a great way to really get rid of all that tension is to turn to the outdoors. I think there's something really great about being in the fresh air that can really invigorate you and help kind of clear your mind of all that tension. So I personally love biking and hiking, so I would definitely recommend that to anyone. Yeah, there's something really great about being outdoors and being in that fresh air away from the stress that you feel in daily life. Yeah, and just being outdoors is just really relaxing because you get to inhale all that really just nice fresh air, especially especially if you're just in a really calm city. But anyways, that's all the time we have for today. But thanks you so much, Hannah, for the research and for bringing to our attention that stress is basically a disease and it will call disease. So with these tips, we will all breathe a bit more. Thanks to Star Star Productions, Cynthia Bryant, Be The Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Bruce Goldstein. And thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Alex Lee. And I'm Young Juan. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, be healthy, be kind, and strive to de-stress. Breathe, speak up, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine. Between the lines, if you would let yourself go, find some place. Hello, my name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona, and host of Bookworm. The kids store album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball. And her eyes are set on you She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall There's nothing you can do One time she drew a beat on Fred Back when he first moved in She slung one straight upside his head Fred hasn't played since then We laughed when we first saw her throw with that wind-up fling and twirl Now every single kid I know Tries throwing like that girl But none of us have matched her way Perhaps it's in the eyes 
she plays We drop like swatted flies Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat Every day, Mary puts us in our place. Though we try, we cannot get away from that Mona Lisa face. Each day, we wonder who it is she's gonna level first. And when she's through with what she does, we all line up for the nurse. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary's gonna make us fall. It ought to be against the law. She should even play it all. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful. But friend, I wouldn't tell her that, cause she'll wind up hard. And you'll wind up flat. When I go out into the world, don't know what job I'll do. But I can bet I'm the one girl who's gonna run a wrecking crew. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary gonna make us fall. It ought to be against the law. She should even play it on. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful. But friend, I wouldn't tell her that cause she'll wind up hard. She gonna wind up hard. She gonna wind up hard. And you Look out Mary's county ball And her eyes Are set on you The Kid Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.